0: Okay. Hello, 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 everybody. What up, fam? Back with you again, another episode of Funk You Talking About and Kicking It With Karma. I am Karma Custom. And I am Vila Funk. And our special guest today, like many of us Black girls, went through a journey in understanding how to care for and treat her 4C hair. In 2016, she began a self-love journey to understand the needs of beautiful black coils and discover the proper ingredients that black hair needs in order to thrive. Uh, with her signature line, self-love is the best love, this young woman is blazing a trail in the black hair industry, and we are ready for it. Yes. yes. Ladies yes. and yes. gentlemen, the owner of From Coco with Love, Miss Linda Cabinda. Woo! Hi! <laughs> wow, what a,
1: what a introduction! Thank you so much. It's awesome to be here, and uh, I look forward to having this conversation with you guys.
2: Yeah, Absolutely, you. yes, Linda. Thank you so much for joining us on our second episode. <laughs> awesome! I'm.
0: So just... <laughs> we like to jump right into it. Uh, what What exactly prompted you to start the business?
1: Um, you know, specifically starting the business was something that I kind of, um, I didn't go about purposefully at first. <laughs> um, I was kind of forced down this journey. Um, I had a terrible experience, uh, with a relaxer gone wrong when I moved to, uh, Miami, Florida, um, that prompted me to never trust a hairdresser again. <laughs> and to try to figure out you know what i could do with uh growing my natural hair because uh, as i'm sure you two ladies know um when you get your hair relaxed you know you lose a lot of volume you know it's difficult to grow it uh over long periods of time you can suffer with a lot of breakage and you know it's it's nice when you get a fresh relaxer but then you know once you have got that uh new growth, you know, you're dealing with two different textures on your hair and, you know, it can be very, very challenging. So, you know, at that point in time, I thought to myself, all right, well, I'm done with relaxers and I'm going to have to figure out, you know, how to care for my natural hair some way, somehow. So uh, that's pretty much what got me started on this journey.
0: Wow. And I think we can all relate to uh, relaxer nightmare stories.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Sure we can. <laughs> yes.
0: I know I personally my hair stopped growing past my shoulders. Like it got to a point where it didn't matter how much new growth I had, the minute I relaxed it, you know, combed through it, straightened it out, that I just watched that new
2: growth fall right out. Fall yep. right out. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. I feel like a lot of young black women Like start off at home With the relaxers A lot of mothers Especially in the 90s and 80s mm-hmm. Would automatically Just give their kid a relaxer wow, I'm talking super young Some at like 6, 7 years old Some younger than that yeah, And not really giving us a chance To figure out like How to do our hair Or they'll just get frustrated Especially if you have like a 4C curl pattern can really mm-hmm. like Tangly. <laughs> yep. It's yeah.
0: what, what I love about her particular brand um, from Coco with Love is she actually has a YouTube channel where you can watch her utilizing the products. A lot of us, we learned our hair care techniques from our parents or whatever, you know, the people that were around us, the other cousins or, mm-hmm. you know, sisters or whoever was around just kind of watching and emulating them. And those practices were probably very incorrect. <laughs> right? Like How yeah. many kept braids in for like three months or longer? Yeah. Like how many of us waited, you know, Two three months and then relaxed, you know that fresh new growth. Like there's a lot of bad practices, even just keeping the relax along. Right, well, we would never well. keep to a certain time. It was well, just you just hang on till you can't hang on no more. Right, so you basically, on that table or on that chair. Um, tell a little bit about the YouTube videos and 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 why you particularly chose to, to to go that route with you know showing the world how we take care of hair.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you absolutely just, you know, touched on, you know, the basic point there, which is that a lot of us aren't really sure what are the proper techniques to use when taking care of our hair. And, you know, it's not just a magical product out there, right. That's going to make your hair all of a sudden healthy. You also have to have, you know, healthy habits in place uh, to be able to make sure that, you know, you get the best um, results out of whatever products that you use and to maintain, you know, your natural hair health. You know, uh, one of the things that you know um, I talk about on my YouTube channel is, you know, steam sealing your hair. A lot of uh, Black women with low porosity hair don't know how key it is to make sure to have steam as part of your deep conditioning or moisturizing regimen. Um, and the key to uh, the reason behind why seam is so essential is just the fact that when you have low porosity hair, um, it just means that uh, the cuticles along your hair shaft, um, now I'm getting a little technical here, so maybe I should (laughs) break this down a little bit so it's easier to digest, but every strand of hair, you know, you can consider that to be called the hair shaft. And along each strand, uh, almost like doors, that's how I can describe it, doors. There are little doors along each hair shaft Um, that open and close. Those are your cuticles. And your cuticles are basically the doors to moisture entering inside of your hair strand and are key to your ability to keep healthy hair. Now, low porosity hair is hair that has its cuticles very tightly bound, very tightly closed to the hair strand. So it's very difficult when you put a moisturizer on your hair for that moisturizer to actually penetrate into your hair strand. And that's the reason why low porosity 4C hair uh, tends to be naturally very dry and very brittle because it's difficult uh, for moisture to enter within. So when you steam your hair, that actually the heat from the steam helps to loosen up or to open up your hair cuticles so that moisture can actually enter inside of your hair strand. Um, And then actually close once your hair cools after the stain is removed uh, to lock in that moisture and really promote hair health. That is really one of the keys, you know, as an example of something that I share uh, on my YouTube channel.
0: Incredible. Did I'm um, Surely all this came from researching. I mean, you are a wealth of information right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it has taken years and years of research and definitely trial and error on my part to, you know, really understand um, the mechanics of, you know, hair in general and, you know, what makes healthy hair, what makes strong hair. Um, so I'd be able to create a line that can address you know, some of the uh, main issues that we
2: as Black women deal with our natural hair. So absolutely. Yes. And men, I really appreciate that. <laughs> and men as well. Absolutely. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> because, yeah, we're seeing right now, right? We're seeing a lot of men who are choosing to grow their hair out. They're, you know, kind of straying away from just having the close cut you know even the waves kind of a look and they want to grow their hair out they want to you know have that be an expression you know of their own selves right so yeah absolutely men are totally included in this as well thank you Vila, for that call out
0: (laughs) what do you think has been your greatest challenge so far oh man which one
1: (laughs) (laughs) um I honestly think the greatest challenge was just um Being able to produce a product that was really commercially viable, you know, something Mm -hmm. I could actually share with other people and, you know, could actually put out on the market because, you know, I went to school for creative writing. I went to school for creative writing, you know, for uh, theater. So, you know, I didn't have any experience, you know, with cosmetic chemistry, right? So when I first started, I kind of was just playing around with, you know, creating something organic, you know, putting together bananas and avocados and honey and all the stuff that they, you know, tell you to use on YouTube that's good on your hair. You know, I didn't initially think that I was going to make a hair product. I was initially just trying to find something that, you know, worked. And then when I was, you know, getting to have some kind of success with the things that I was using and other people started to ask me like, hey, what are you using? And I realized like I could tell you what I'm using, but I can't really share it with you because, you know, it's like a food product. It'll like rot or something, you know, Um, that's what kind of made me realize like, hmm, I've got to do some research here to figure out, you know, what's a way that I can produce something that I'll be able to actually share with others and, you know, share with the world.
0: Now, uh, give us your website.
1: So, uh, my website is from com. Nice and easy.
0: <laughs> On there, you've got the co wash, you've got the curl lover and baby curls daily conditioner, mm-hmm. and you've got the silk curl hair gel. Yes. Talk to us about co wash because when we first talked about it, remember, I said I had never heard of co wash before. What is that? I never. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that?
1: Yes, so um, you know, for those of us who kind of grew up listening to, you know, the YouTube vlog natural hair community, uh, co-wash is basically a product that became very, very popular uh, amongst naturals, uh, naturalistas, as we were so lovingly called,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, because it was an alternative to using a regular clarifying shampoo that you'd find on the market. Um, Because when you use a clarifying shampoo, you know, every week or every two weeks on our hair, it can be very damaging and very, very drying. So- Mm -hmm. It's recommended to use a clarifying shampoo just, you know, once a month and then to use a co-wash in between to keep the hair clean. And, you know, uh, it basically stemmed from the practice of, you know, naturalistas using uh, deep conditioners or um, like your shower conditioners in their hair instead of shampoo so that's actually where the term came from that you're washing your hair with conditioner instead of washing Mm. it with shampoo so that's what a co-wash
0: is now as a black owned business in you would think okay this is black hair black owners should be monopolizing this market why do you think that's not the case
1: Man, you know, great question. Uh, That's really um, one of the sad tales, I feel like, of the natural hair care industry. And, you know, it's just the history of it, honestly. Um, If you think about the fact, just the sheer numbers, right, of Black women and men that are out there um, who have an issue, you know, caring for their hair, it's very lucrative, actually, of a market to look at. I mean, if you look at just, Hair weaves alone, they can't even put a number on the size of the hair weave market, but it has been estimated to be, you know, in the high billions of dollars, right? And I'm telling you, definitely it's worth even more than that, even more than that, right? Um, So honestly, the key is just simply that there's a lot of money. Uh, There's a void here. There's an issue that's being exploited by other cultures and by other races that see that, you know, here's a market that we can really come in and take advantage of. And unfortunately, you know, being an outsider to the issues and the experience of having black hair makes it very difficult for them to create products that are very effective on our hair because they don't truly understand uh, on a deep level, what all the issues are that we face, you know, with caring for our hair. So yeah, that is definitely something that is just, it's, it's really sad. But if you take a look at from beauty supply stores to, you know, hair weave and wig uh, suppliers and manufacturers, they are not owned wholly by black people. So.
2: Oh, right. Ooh. Right. I absolutely agree. I really hope to see in the future more, uh you know black owned the uh, beauty hair supply stores especially the products that are selling like hot cakes which are you is your products of course <laughs> and in the future and it, it will be so great to see them. i on that note i do want to ask you like what are your plans for your brand um, from cocoa with love like what do you want to see come into fruition
1: uh, yeah, definitely. You know, the plans that I have for the future with this brand is not just growing, you know, the social media and online, you know, distribution presence, but I would love to be able to see my product, you know, in stores, in beauty supply and in some big box stores as well so that it's available, you know, to the public. If you're just out, you know, getting your groceries or what have you, you can also grab my product set. Um, and then I would also really love to open up my own um Franchise of salons as well because, as you know, Karma you mentioned in the very beginning here that uh it's difficult and there's a lot of lack of knowledge within our community as to how exactly to take care of our natural hair. So I believe that having you know salons out there where you know black women and men can come in and you know get the direction and get the treatment you know on their hair. Um, to help them maintain healthy hair, while also being able to access, you know, products that will actually work on their hair, I think, honestly, for me, would really be a dream come true, so.
0: I think it's so key that you focus on self-love, right, the importance of self-love. Yes. And we even focus on loving of the hair. Like, let's talk, can we talk a little bit about your self-love journey?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, to be honest, I don't think that my self-love journey is something that is unique to me. You know, I think Black men and Black women can really relate to the types of, you know, things that I had to experience just simply growing up here in America. You know, when I was a little girl, I remember, you know, praying to God that I had lighter skin, you know, that I had green eyes, that I had, you know, the big curly hair that you, you we would see, uh, you know, on magazines and on commercials and things like that was the representation of a, of, a, of a black woman, you know, to the world. And here was I, you know, you know, a girl of just regular brown complexion, and you know, of course, the nappy hair, you know, uh, and I just felt like I wasn't special in any way. And even uh, deeper than that, I felt, you know, that I wasn't beautiful, you know, because a lot of what was portrayed to us as beautiful was not what I was. And, uh, you know, for me, especially, you know, just having those feelings at such a young age is truly heartbreaking, you know, and that's part of the reason why, you know, I'm so passionate about my hairline is because, you know, no little girl should have to feel those types of feelings of inferiority or, you know, of not belonging simply because of the traits and characteristics that she was born with, things that she couldn't control. And really to just spread a message here that, you know, we are beautiful just the way that we are. Our natural hair can be healthy, can be lustrous, can be shiny, can have movement just like everybody else. And there is nothing that is, you know, inferior about us in the least bit. So, you know, it's been really a sacred labor of love creating this product, you know, learning how to, you know, take care of my own natural hair and, you know, coming to love my natural hair, you know, and this whole process that I've gone through, I also want other men and women, you know, to also go through within our community and, you know, have this rebirth truly of self-love.
0: And when she says them curls are moving, honey, all you gotta (laughs) do is go on YouTube and see it for yourself. Those curls are living their best lives. Okay. Who will swear Black hair cannot do what her curly hair is doing on her product I'm telling you (laughs) what's interesting too is your your packaging is a journey too to receive your product to unpack it the packaging is immaculate you know you go through an experience as a user to receive it you feel Mm -hmm. special so specially wrapped, so specially put into that box. You've got your, you know, from um, Coco with love. Self love is the best love. Little affirmations in there, you know. So <laughs> it, it's it's more than just a product. What she's doing here is promoting black love and self love, um, acceptance of yourself fully, your flaws, you know, everything.
1: Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And you know, you couldn't, have, I couldn't have said it better, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it's not just about the products, It's about um, all the confidence and the positive energy that comes with accepting yourself as you are and seeing yourself as a beautiful creature, you know, naturally without makeup, without weave, without all this extra stuff, like just naturally look in the mirror and like, wow, my hair is beautiful. I
0: am beautiful, you know? Yeah. It's interesting because the black hair journey has been up and down too. We spent so much of our years rejecting ourselves and rejecting our hair, hiding our hair. And then, you know, 60s and 70s came around. It was just a resurgence of black love and, and self-love. And we all were, you know, had the afros out. You know, yeah. fists fist together. We were ready to move and and, and push forward as a unit. Then it's like, you know, 80s came around, 90s came around. We started perming our hair, straightening it out, Um, bone straight. We had icons like Naomi Campbell, um, Banks to look up to. Um, And then it's like now we're coming back with the millennials with Black Lives Matter and we're back into, you know, Black love, self-love, embracing natural hair, loving natural hair. Um, Why do you think that? it's such an up and down progression with the culture.
1: Um, you know, I can't lie and say I have, you know, the answer exactly, but you know, just my opinion on that is just, I feel like um, fortunately or unfortunately, you know, we live in a society that is bound by, you know, fashional trends, fashion trends, uh, excuse me. And, um, you know what's what's new what's hot like you know pop culture and society really drive a lot of people's decision making especially when it comes to image and you know uh, unfortunately hair has always been a part of that right uh, to a certain extent you know outside of the you know black community if you look at even you know within the white community you know, in the seventies, you know, everybody had bone straight hair. Even if you were born with curly hair, you would figure out a way to have bone straight hair. And then in the eighties, right, everybody had curly hair, big, big curly hair. Right. So even if you had straight hair, you were doing everything under the sun to make sure that your hair was big and it was curly and, you know, it was full. So, you know, I think that that's really the reason. And unfortunately, you know, our hair, being a big afro was seen to be just a trend, really, a, a trend, and not accepted as just a way of being, you know. And um, I think what's important that my hair product is really bringing to the bringing to the forefront is that you know, our hair is naturally curly. You know, our hair naturally has a pattern to it. And that's not something that, you know, can be determined or undetermined by bad or other trend. It's just absolutely beautiful when you see it, you know, in its full force, you know, and, and that's what I think is key here is, you know, when you have something that is just naturally beautiful, trends come and trends go, but um, that that natural beauty is what remains priceless and so i feel like that's what's key in capturing here um and i think that in general you know when it comes to hair you know yeah you might say there's the kim kardashian phase or whatever everybody wants to be you know dark haired (laughs) and and lustrous right now um but i think in in general right now hair is not as much of a trend-setting piece as it used to be you know so it's an opportunity for us here to to make a statement for ourselves, and you know, start to pave a path into the future for you know how we would like to be viewed as far as when it comes to our natural hair. So we get to write our own story this time.
0: What do you make of the shift in the market to the focus on black hair? Because you see, since Black Lives Matter, even a lot of black, uh, well, a lot of beauty brands have started kind of marketing more towards the community of color and providing additional products that cater to the community of color. What do you make of that?
1: Uh, You know, it's just the same as it's always been, right? Wherever there's an opportunity to make money, companies and brands will flock. (laughs) So, you know, I don't think there's anything strange in that. It's just like, trend right now you know the trend to support black businesses it's a trend to you know support black owned but what's important here is that you know it shouldn't be a trend for those in the black community you know it shouldn't be a trend for us just because it's it's new and hot because of black lives matter you know so uh even when all of this hubbub you know Kind of fades away and bubbles down. Uh, we need to continue to be strong in supporting, you know, those within our community that are doing the best to, you know, create things that will benefit us truly.
2: Absolutely, yes. I, I do want to mention. I do want to ask you: um, What have been some of the most inspiring things that um, you've either had conversations or been in contact with your clientele?
1: Man, thank you so much for that. Because like, oh, gosh, I had um, this is a while ago, probably like five years ago or something like that, when I had first kind of had my stroke of luck and creating something that, you know, really, really worked and I could share with other people. And I remember I created, you know, I made my first little batch. It was like a, just one little cute set of bottles. And um, I brought it to work. In fact, I didn't even have like professional bottles at that point. I literally, um, and don't laugh. But I got like a shampoo bottle that I just bought from the grocery store or whatever it was. And I dumped out the shampoo bottle and I put my product in there and I just slapped the label on and wrote with it on my hand and I brought it to work uh, for one of my coworkers because he said that his, um, you know, five-year-old daughter, you know, she really was having issues at school just dealing with her hair and they didn't know what to do. So um, I just brought him the bottle and I said, "Here, you know, try it on your daughter, and you know, let me know what she thinks." And uh, I will never forget um, the reaction that uh, I received. He sent me a video a few days later after they, you know, washed her hair and put my product in, and it was of his daughter. She was wearing this white, you know. Sunday school kind of dress. And she was just on her way to school, jumping and skipping and smiling and laughing and just looking back at her dad holding the camera. And, you know, her dad told me, you know, she hasn't been able to stop skipping and running because she's so happy that her hair is moving and bouncing and jumping. She's so happy wow. that her hair is now an expression of not just you know, that she doesn't fit in or that she's the other, but rather the opposite, that she's this amazing, beautiful princess. And we really underestimate the power of just having that self-love, of looking in the mirror and loving what you see. We really, truly underestimate the power of that. And, you know, I really got to see that. And honestly, that moment was really one of the keys for me that was like, yeah, this this is what I'm meant to do is to share this journey with every little boy, every little girl in the world so that they can all feel this joy of I am beautiful.
2: Oh, yeah, I agree. Like, it's, that's very inspirational just to have someone that's gone through the journey already and to just reassure you that, you know, you can have the same type of fear. Like, you are beautiful, like, validating.
1: Yeah. And,
2: it, it's so great to see that. I'm so happy that your clientele is experiencing that with your amazing products. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Trust me. It is, uh, it is
1: as I said, a sacred labor of love for me because, you know, every happy customer that I see whose life is truly transformed by being able to see themselves in a new light is it's worth everything. It's worth all of the years that it took to get to this point, you know, not knowing what I was doing and failing really, really hard. <laughs> it was worth it just to get to this point.
0: Oh, man. Now tell us how the people can get a hold of you. Let them know where you're at on social media. Yeah. So
1: uh, right now I've got TikTok and I've got Instagram. You could find me at from Coco with love. And uh, the website is the same, www.fromcocowithlove.com. Um, you know, if you have any questions or concerns, you know, you can reach out and contact us through email. Um, I'll do my best to get back to, you know, anyone that has any questions about using the product and whatsoever. And, of course, if you have any, like, uh, if you need, like, an in-depth hand-holding <laughs> on, you know, applying the product or anything else, I've got the YouTube channel available with you know, long tutorials showing you how to apply the product and what you can expect, you know, from the results. And uh, the YouTube, of course, is from Coco with Love.
0: Get on there. Check yes. it out. check Continue it out. Those, it's moving. They have a life. I'm telling you.
2: <laughs> yes, that swing is real, girl. Yes. 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 Gentlemen. <laughs> but, but don't forget go, the fellas. We can't forget the fellas. Right. I want to see can't lots of guys. Yeah. With the can't. nice beads. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I do want to ask you, though, girl, like huh, all of our guests here. So let's say it's the end of the world. You got to leave your house and do whatever, whatever. What <laughs> is the one thing that you cannot live without for your look of the day?
0: Mm, related to my product, or? <laughs> you, you only got time to grab one thing. What's that one thing you're going to grab? Water. <laughs> Water. Water. I right.
1: You want to day, give it you, new water. Water, you thirsty. That's it. That's all you need. And that's honestly, that's one of the selling points of my product. You don't have to use it every day and you know do a long one hour wash day every day to get those beautiful curls. As long as you can dump your head under a sink real quick and get some water on there, you're good to go for the day. That's it.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah. And be like wanna give a special shout out, right? Yes.
2: I just want to give a special shout out to my cousin, Shombrea Goodman. Congratulations to you. She is the first lawyer in my family. So, graduation! Awesome. Woo, 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 woo. Yes. Congratulations. We love you. I'm so proud of you. And hey, let's get it to business, man. Let's do that social justice out here.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Congratulations
0: thank you guys for tuning in once again it's another episode of funk you talking about and kicking it with karma as always my name is karma custom and i'm vila funk and we have our amazing guest linda kabinda from coco with love be sure to check her out from coco with Love.com and at from coco with love
2: thank Over you and- for
0: having me guys